Hello, everyone, and welcome to Keys to the Game. I'm, I'm Gary Lester, your host. I'm here with head football coach Kurt Newsom after a victorious trip down to Wingate, North Carolina. And, Coach, welcome to the show. Well, glad to be here. Some weeks are better than others, and I'm definitely glad to be here this week. Well, this past Saturday, folks, the Wasps hit the road to Wingate, North Carolina to take on the undefeated Wingate University Bulldogs at Urban Belk Stadium. And that is on the campus at Wingate. And the Wasps made history twice in one night as they recorded their first ever D2 football victory. And they played in the second straight overtime game, which was also their second sack conference game. When the Bulldogs' overtime fourth down desperation pass fell incomplete in the end zone, the crowd of nearly 3,000 people at Irwin Burke Stadium were in shock because the Bulldogs had fallen to Emory and Henry College, the tiny D3 just a year ago college, in overtime, at home, and at night. Now, why is that significant? Well, the Bulldogs have only lost three games ever on that field at night. And since 2001, they're 74 and 36 on that field. And since 2016, they've only lost seven times on that field. So there is a home field advantage for the Bulldogs, and that's not supposed to happen. But that's why we're here tonight, folks, because we're going to get the inside look at how that happened from head coach Kurt Newsom and coach 17-10 overtime victory. I don't think there's anybody around anymore that will wonder whether or not we belong in Division II football or the South Atlantic Conference after Saturday night. No, I think after the last two weeks, uh, you know, we've we've proved that we we're going to can play in this league and uh, eventually uh, compete for the championship. And you know, I'm not afraid to say right now that we, you know, we we, we want to compete for it, and we uh, know we can. And uh, and you know, I'm this year I want to compete. You know, mm-hmm. because uh, you know, I think our guys are are playing great football right now, and I'm. I'm extremely happy with where we are right now you know i i feel like we probably played two of the top three teams uh Mm -hmm. in this conference and we've competed uh it wasn't a thing of beauty but uh you know when you play good defense like we played and uh if we continue to do that in this league we'll have opportunities in in fourth quarters to win games well, Coach, you've coached, you've been at James Madison, you've been at Virginia Tech, you've been here this year, ninth season here. Um, your first four opponents going into Saturday were 11-2, and two, and your D2 opponents were 9-0. and oh. Have you ever started a season with a more difficult schedule than what you guys have played? <laughs> no, no. Concord hadn't lost. Bluefields uh, lost one game other than us. Mm-hmm. Newberry hadn't lost, and Wingate's uh, only loss is up to us. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we've played some good competition, and, uh, you know, and we're going to play good competition in this league every week, you know, because of the scholarship situation. But I, I think our guys are – you know, this was huge. You know, we, we haven't won a close game really since uh, Moby Dick was a minnow. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it feels like that. But last year we lost so many close games, and then to lose to Newberry when we had an opportunity to win the game, 
and and to come out with this one and the way things were going uh you know the field position thing and all that and i'm sure we'll talk about that but to 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 win this win this game uh, against a great football team uh meant so much for our program and i mean i i don't i don't think i think it's a program changer and and just saying hey listen Hey, we belong, and we're here, and you you've got to prepare for us because we can play too. Well, coach, uh, you, you you absolutely right. Everything you just said, you you're a a field goal away from being undefeated in the sack. I mean, a field goal, and it, it was a chip shot. and yeah. it's unfortunate. We and you're right. With four games last year, we went down the wire, and we came up on the short side of all of them. Um, and if you'd finished in the red zone, you were in Concord's yeah, knocking yeah, on the door yeah, we twice. Yeah, should have won that game, we felt like. Uh, no no question about it. And this is the one that was uh, – actually, we had less of a chance to win based on our performance during the game. And then we mm-hmm. got it to overtime just because of a great defensive effort. And uh, once we got it to overtime, then it's anybody's game, and that's – that's kind of how it worked out for us. Well, you know what I like. Uh, you know, I, I talked with you a little bit last week, and you 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 told me, said I think we can beat this bunch. And Coach Buzzo told me the same thing. So we can play with these guys. We and and I felt like you guys went into that game with that attitude that we we belong and we can play with you guys. And I don't think they thought that. No, I don't think they did either. But Newberry. The Newberry game, knowing what Newberry's all about and how good they were and have been, and they're undefeated this year, conference champion last year, you know, and and we, sh- you know, we could have won that game very easily. So you you think at at that time you can play with the competition that's in this league, and I think that gave our kids confidence. And, you know, the biggest thing that happened probably Saturday was when things weren't going well on one side of the ball, nobody worried. They kept playing on both sides. And although we were, you know, outmatched in in certain areas, uh, their defensive line is, you know, as good as I've seen since I was at uh, JMU. Mm -hmm. And, 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 I mean, they were were special and, you know, it was just – hard to to get first downs and uh but our guys never quit and we talked about at the beginning of the season our goal was i said i want to see how we fight and how we finish because last year we didn't finish right so but if we'll fight every week we'll have a chance and Mm -hmm. that that's that's what we did do you think also some of that is due to uh, the maturity of your team? Yeah, no question. We've got some fifth-year leaders that, uh, you know, you, you can't trade in. You know, Ivan Phillips and oh. Don Don Penix and, you know, uh, Grayson, and I know he didn't play a lot. But, you know, when, you, when you've got those guys that care so much and have been been in a lot of battles, you know, that, that – that helps your team, and um, so it. And they they've been great leaders. Our, our senior leadership has been special. Mm. Well, and I also think uh, 
Kyle Short is maturing. Uh, last year to this year, I think he's matured a great deal. He's played much better, uh, and he's been uh, more consistent. You know, we had a couple interceptions, mm-hmm. and he was just trying to make something happen, I think. And we'd like, you know, we'd like to have him run more, but he had bad ribs, and you don't run with bad ribs. Right. And uh, so there's been some things that we'd, we would like to have had another package, you know. If you're not uh, completely better than somebody in this day and age, your quarterback needs to use his feet. Mm-hmm. And there was no way he was going to be able to use his feet uh Last weekend, with with the rib problem, no, so. and we and and we we mentioned on the radio that he's a little bit banged up, and so seeing him run was a, a risky thing. Yeah, and when he did, he, he was effective with yeah. it, and that was that was important to the win. Well, let's talk a little bit about the game. Uh, you go in that first quarter, you guys, you really moved the ball in that first quarter. Felt really good. We came out, and our RPO game was good. Yeah. And we we threw the ball around and uh, and it was r- really good and and so I, I felt like hey we can keep the ball and that's what we wanted to do, you know I felt like uh, they weren't a, a great offensive football team no. and we're a very good defensive football team, right? And that was you know playing to our advantage and what we've done all season is keep the ball. Yeah, you know, and that's 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 our f- formula right now in this league, you know, coming in. So uh, I I thought the first quarter we were we were kind of special. I felt uh-huh. like, hey, we're we're gonna be okay. Yeah, you you, almost, you had the ball for almost eleven minutes of that first quarter, and not, and Kyle Short was six for ten for ninety five yards. Now you got the punt blocked, uh, but I felt like. They started on the seven-yard line and had to kick. I thought that was a victory right there. That got the, the whole sideline excited, and you know that that. I mean, things. There's so many ways that we could have not won that game, and but our guys just competed and fought. No, that was a complete win, and we let our defense know when they came off the field. Mm. We just won this battle, and, yeah, uh, and we did. Yeah. Oh yeah, seven yard line, and you you have come away with a with a field goal. That's that's not what you want. Well, uh, we move on to the second quarter, but boy, Butcher hits that forty four yarder right at the start of the second quarter. But boy, after that, it it got tough sledding in that second quarter. Yeah, offensively, it was a problem. They they uh, their defensive ends were a tough matchup for our tackles and we we knew their tackles could play too uh that defensive line uh, i've actually asked the offensive line you know how they compared to Newberry and Newberry is a great football team extremely well coached and uh they said uh coach that's the best players we've ever played against and uh they were, and you know, we we did some things fundamentally that we, we need to work on and and fix. And Coach Wellenhofer does a great job with those guys up front, but uh, movement bothered us a little bit, and it never does. And uh, and it was because of the quickness of the defensive ends. So they got some penetration that uh, shouldn't have happened. So. 
We'll, we'll get better. Did they do anything differently than than they did in the first quarter? Because I mean, you guys were actually negative nine yards in that second quarter. No, know? they didn't. They didn't do anything different. We, and you know, field position. Well, was, that was, played a big part. It played a big part in in the second and third. Well, after this, after the first quarter, but um, and because of their punter. But it was uh, – no, they didn't do anything really different. Uh, probably a couple more blitzes than we had seen. Mm. And, you know, we're, we're used to that, and we, we kind of like it when they blitz because we can throw our RPO game. Yeah. And, um, but they got home. They were faster than what we played against. And I, I think the speed of the movement was was the biggest problem if that makes sense yeah they, they were awfully quick i mean yeah just... the ends are quick and the and the tackles can dent the front you know they can they can knock you backwards a little bit and that's that's a formula for uh a offense that's gonna struggle a little bit well i want to talk about that punter and that punt block uh, we're going to take a quick break and we come back want to uh if you would explain just how you know the strategy you had there and and who blocked it and i i know that jalen crimes took it into the end zone but uh folks we'll be right back when uh a message from uh, some of our sponsors support for weehc comes from first bank and trust offering mobile banking apple pay remote deposits and more with 23 full service offices and six loan production offices located throughout virginia and northeast tennessee First Bank and Trust has been serving you with free checking since 1979. Member FDIC and online at firstbank.com. All right, we're back. Well, Coach, uh, we talked about that second quarter. There was not a lot of good things that happened. We did hit that 44-yard uh, field goal. But uh, they have a punter, very special. He was the National Special Teams Player of the Week. Um, and you guys, I think you really got into his inside his helmet. Uh, but tell us about that block punt and, you know, why you thought you could get to him and so forth. Mitchell Walters has done a great job with our special teams, and uh, we felt like, you know, LT is who blocked it, uh, Tomlinson from Gate City. Okay. And, and it was right up the middle because we were concerned their operation time is very good. So we didn't really think we could get home. But if, if there was any uh, any qualms in their their operation, you know, we could. And LT gave great effort and uh, really ended up winning the football game for us, mm. you know, and that's, that's what it amounted to. They got one and they got two points, and we got one and got seven points. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's the difference in the game. But, and, uh, you know, we, we – we weren't going to come after that many because of his operation time. Yeah. And, uh, but we needed to come after some because they cover so well on top of it. So yeah, it, it, sure it, it ended up, and I, I think that changed him on field goals. And, and the rest of the night, as you say, I, I think it got in his helmet. Yeah. And I think that changed the game, the block punt. Of course it did you know, on the scoreboard, but it changed his his deal, who had been so effective kicking field goals and punting. Mm -hmm. He had some bad punts, and then he had some, you know, he had a couple field goals that were, you know, yeah. missed. So uh, that was the, that 
changed the whole game. Wow. And Logan Tomlinson is the uh, gentleman that blocked it, and then Jalen Crimes picked it up. Jalen Crimes always gives great effort, and and Logan. I mean, they're two of the best kids on our football team. They're guys that have been here a long time, and they're uh, they're great people and great players. Well, so we go into the second half. I, I wanted to ask you uh, real quick. I noticed you all kind of had a coach's huddle outside the locker room at, the, at before you went into half and uh, probably talking about some things you can't say on air here. But uh, was there very much change or uh, any tweaking to the offense or the defense at halftime? No, we do that every week. The defense meets in one area. The offensive staff meets in one area, and we talk about things we need to – you know what what worked, what didn't work, what we need to change, uh, any new things or things we haven't tried up to this point. So all that's brought up at that time, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you go in and relay that to the guys, and that's that's kind of how it works every single week. It's just that we were outside this week. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there were there were some things we felt like we could do, and they didn't end up happening, and. You know, we knew they got the ball first, and the defense was, you know, preparing for that. And we were uh, preparing for, hey, what can we do to get this ship, this ship righted? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't think we did, And uh, but I think, you know, I think all of them fought. And yeah. they just kept – they never – you know, it wasn't like people were getting on each other and they weren't – you know, complaining. No, you and you didn't get see a, that you at get an offense and a defense against each other when things aren't going good for one side, and defense is playing their tail off, and offense is just struggling. And uh, but they they hung in there, and that's that's the fight that I'm so proud of. Well, absolutely. Now the second half was it was a uh, not not something not a very pretty offensive second half, but boy, it was a defensive clinic. Not only on their part. I mean, I know they held us down, but I mean, I think Coach uh, Tommy Buzzo's defense just was well. No question, Uh, the field position thing was just awful for our offense, and it was awful for our defense. I mean, they. I mean, they started in places where I'm thinking, well, they could kick a field goal on first down if they wanted to. Mm -hmm. And we took them out of that at times. And so there were, you know, big changes in field position. And I thought at certain times, I said, well, they're going to kick this. And they put it on the punt team because they wanted to pin us and we don't get a anything out of there and they they get it on you know in in our our part of the field which was smart on their part Mm -hmm. i think you know their their coach is a very calculated guy that does things the right way and uh you know he's not a wild horse rider and uh so so that's why they did that and I was kind of glad they did it because I thought the guy could kick it (laughs) was you know it's funny because their kicker as their punter and they so he does dual roles there and and from where we were you're right we thought well he's probably going to kick it so we were trying to watch and see is the holder coming out yeah well that well that's what we have a chart uh-huh. it tells us and it's usually a long snapper or short snapper 
but it's the same guy for them. Uh-huh. He's a little frail guy, which you don't usually see. But so we that personnel wise, that's what we yeah we look for each week. So on Saturday mornings when we go through the game plan, it's who's the holder, who's the long snapper, short snapper. Are they different? Mm-hmm. And then so so we go through the whole gamut. So of, you'll know whether so we the know, team or the kicking. Exactly. Mm. That's how it works every Saturday yeah. morning at the last meeting. That's what we do. Well, um, you're right. I mean, their average field position was uh, inside the 40-yard. I mean, 47. it was the 47-yard line of your alls. Yeah. I mean, they, they start – that was their average. Now, if that's their average, you know that – and my gosh, uh, Buzzo's defense just just didn't give a well, didn't played, give an inch. Oh, they played so hard. Oh. They played, uh, you know, they were just. Uh, I mean, and even or, as bad as we were on offense, we played hard. Yeah, I mean, they fought, they oh. competed, and you know, when you're playing a team that kind of outmatches you in some spots, and you keep competing and fighting, and you win a game that. You know, probably they got better bullets in the chamber. You know, you know, yeah. you know, and they got bigger uh, bullets. Yeah, and and you know, their team picture was looked a little better than ours. <laughs> but I'm not saying, I, but I love ours. Yeah, and ours is ours is a bunch of guys that'll go out there and fight every Saturday and compete. And uh, if they'll, if we'll keep doing that. You know, we could make some noise. Oh, yes, sir. Well, and, you know, you talk about fighting and so forth. Justin Hill, the running back, came in for Grayson Overstreet. I mean, there were times where he was getting hit as soon as he touched the ball, sometimes before. They were just waiting on him. And it was such – I mean, he was, to me, exemplified a lot of what the whole team was uh, Yeah, he's a tough guy that that competes. And, you know, Kyle got hit a bunch. Oh, gosh. And and, uh, so – it, it was it was a total team effort, although offensively we were you know not where we want to be and uh, but our guys will keep fighting and if they keep fighting on both sides of the ball and special teams, you know we got a we got a chance. Well, coach, we're going to move along to that overtime period. When we come back, we're going to take a brief break and uh, we're going to be right back and I want to ask you a couple of questions about the overtime. Support for WEHZ comes from Snow's Fine Meats and Provisions, a neighborhood butcher shop in downtown Abingdon specializing in locally sourced pasture-raised proteins, handmade deli items, and specialty goods. Open Tuesday through Saturday and online at Snow's Fine Meats, 160 East Main Street, Abingdon. Snow's Fine Meats, bringing the old-fashioned butcher shop experience to your table. I heard the boys of a pork shop, they come on to me and rest. All right, we're back, and coach, we go to overtime. Let me. I want to ask you a question. At what point in the fourth quarter did you you start thinking about we're going to try and set this up for overtime? Well, you know, when we got that last possession, if we were going to run a quarterback draw, and if we if we gained some yards, mm-hmm. you know, we were going to go for it. And then <laughs> we didn't gain any, so I said. Oh gosh, we're gonna have to punt. Yeah, and and I was scared to death that we, but I wanted to run all the time off the clock, and I didn't want to have to punt. You know, they're, they're gonna send eleven, and um, and then Justin breaks one. Yeah, 
And so we get some field position, and we weren't throwing the ball down the field to uh, late to think we could score. It was it was to get a pi, and then try to kick. A what, pi pass interference. Uh, okay. All so right, we, right. I mean that's we were going to throw the ball up to Tomate. And, and because we we didn't feel like we could throw the hail mary and get everybody in the end zone from where we were, no. but if we felt like if we felt like we could get a pass interference, the clock would stop and we'd get to exactly kick a yeah. field goal. And that was our. But I was Justin. I'm so glad he he got the first down because you know our initial thoughts were. We, we pinned them back down there. That's why we called the timeout. Mm-hmm. So we call the timeout and make them punt. Right. We get good field position. Well, he punts us out of field position. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we would have started throwing. Well, he punted us out of that. So then that's why we uh, once one, we ran the draw and it didn't work, I said, well, can and I'm talking up top to the guys, how much time can we run off? And they said, we can't run it completely no. out. And uh, so I'm scared to death. And, you know, so, I mean, we did it calculated, but mm-hmm. it just didn't work. We were still trying to win the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were third and 13 at the 18-yard line. So if you yeah. had to punt, Muncie was going to be backed up quite a way. Yeah, all I cared about but not getting it blocked. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, and then the – the horrific thing that happened at UVA wise when you yeah. bunch everybody in there, you know, they can run them back, you know, yeah, because exactly. you're all into protection. Yeah. You're protecting against the 11. Yeah. Coverage is not your thing. Protection is where you and are. And that's when they score on you. Yeah. So, well, so my, I mean, Justin Hill, you talk about Logan, Logan Tomlinson blocking that punt. I think that was the other dagger in the back. When Justin Hill ran oh, that first that, down. That run, oh gosh. Yeah. It, it took a dagger out of my back. <laughs> well, let's go to overtime real quick because we're, we're running short on time. But you go to overtime, and the fir- very first play is the 50 50 ball to, to Mate. What, what I mean, did, did you. Were you thinking about interference there, or what were you? What's the thought? You just thought he was going No, it was, a, it was a RPO. I mean, and and so our quarterback had the chance to hand it off, and uh, okay, he was on a read route, and he took it up, and you know their their safety was late getting over. We felt like he could beat the corner, and uh, Tomate came comes up with a great catch. Oh, and yeah, uh, you know he is, uh, you know he's been a joy to be around here, and uh, that was uh, a good move on us. Uh, Stealing one from Farum, I'm sure they <laughs> oh, wish absolutely. they had him back. But uh, you know, so we took a shot and it it paid off. And uh, yeah, it certainly did. He made a tremendous catch between two defenders, and then they get on their fourth down pass in the end zone. I was more holding my breath for looking for a flag than whether he's going to catch it. That, in the ODAC, there probably would have been. There would have been. Yeah. And At Randolph Macon, that was, they were there. I, I, well, I did. So as soon as the pass was thrown and hit the ground, I started running across the field. <laughs> so if the flag was out there, 
<laughs> so, no, I was very concerned about that, too. Well, and uh, my cohort, Josh Floyd, wanted me to ask you about that run. He saw you sprinting and jumping, he said. I yeah. didn't see it, but he would, did not know that you had such athleticism still in the tank. <laughs> I do. Well, I do when we win a game against those guys because that was hard fought, and our guys just, I'll say it one more time, they fought and they finished. Yeah. They sure did, and it was a tremendous victory. And who knows what it's going to mean for this program? Because I think it's that you know that little train you're trying to get to the top, and I think you got over the top. And now we can. I, yeah, I, know I, we can. I think we can compete in this league. Well, coach, we're almost out of time. In fact, we're, we're going to have almost no time. But we got the Catawba Indians coming in here, one and three, and zero oh and two in the sack. But it's homecoming, so we're going to have a big crowd here, and. Uh, yeah, I guess the thing, if you can just give me a 30-second uh, snapshot of Catawba Indians. I mean, we're not going to be uh, ahead 30 to nothing in the first quarter. I mean, they're good. I yeah. mean, they, they they can play. You know, they've, they, they're playing with a bunch of younger guys, which is different than us. And uh, we're going to have to compete. None of them are going to be easy for us in this league. No. We got to we got to go play, and uh, it's about Emory this week. It's not about Catawba, and let's let's make sure Emory's better on offense and continues to play great defense. All right, well, coach, that's going to do it. I really appreciate you being here, and congratulations on a great win. It was an exciting win, and we're looking forward to the homecoming uh, game this coming Saturday. Thank Home, you. Homecoming at Emory special. Yes. <laughs>